Now, the Etegwini municipality is creating a liberation route uh, in Durban aimed at honouring the people and places uh, of the city uh, that paved the way for our democracy. Now, the project is part of the South African National Heritage Council's national initiative to commemorate local sites and icons of the struggle for freedom and democracy. In SA, to tell us more, let me welcome my guest on the line, Guy Redman, Deputy Head for Libraries and Heritage Department at the Etegwini municipality. Uh, Guy, good afternoon and uh, thank you so much for your time. Welcome. Good afternoon, Ernest, and your listeners. Mm, Broadly, just tell us uh, what inspired, surely, uh, I just scraped the surface there. It is aimed at, obviously, highlighting and celebrating uh, those who gave up so much for our democracy. But just give us a broader background behind behind the Liberation Heritage Route. Okay, thanks, thanks, Ernest. Um, It dates back to about October 2005, when the Commission on Culture of UNESCO took a decision Mm-hmm. or a resolution on the roads to independence, African liberation heritage. And the idea around that was that we, we, we want to recognize all the various roads to independence of the various nations mm-hmm. uh, and the places where these things happened um, and to, to, to try and draw together the common experiences of African nations in the fight against colonial occupation, racism, and the struggles for human rights. And the South Africa obviously then adopted that, and it is now being led by the National Heritage Council on behalf of South Africa. Mm. And, and broadly, I would imagine it emphasizes what I said there. Uh, the initi- initiative in itself aims to honor and uh, celebrate that which is truly South African, I would imagine. That's true. That's correct. Uh, particularly the untold stories. So there are some very dominant narratives that everybody is aware of. Mm-hmm. But the, the Liberation Heritage Route uh, tries to go a little bit deeper uh, and, and identify a whole lot of spaces that are only in most cases known to the community, but are not known to the rest of the nation. Mm. So if you were to give us a, an idea, Guy, where, where are the Liberation Heritage sites located, for instance? Okay. The sites that we have in the city are, are going to be spread throughout the entire city, from the south, from uh, Vulamero uh, in the south, all the way to the north, um, just before Palito, and also to the west of the city. So we are covering the entire city. But this this first uh, uh, pilot is going to be only in the CBD. Mm-hmm. We are looking at 30 sites within the CBD. Once we've done this phase, which should be completed by end of June um, 2017, we'll then move into the west and so forth. Mm. And the route itself, how far does it stretch? Sure. Uh, the route is, 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 is not a, a, a route in the, in the sense that um, it's more around people traveling from site to site. Yeah. It's actually a walkable route. So the one that we're doing in the CBD is like on a, uh, a three-kilometer, square-kilometer radius. Mm-hmm. Of, the, of the city, mm-hmm. uh, and you can literally walk from one place to another. Some, some of the facilities are next door to each other. Others, it's just a little bit of a longer walk, yeah, and this is just the CBD. The rest, then, you, you have to start driving around the city, going to Wamashu, going to Adams Mission in the south, so others are a bit far, further uh, away from the inner, inner city. Mm, but the ones in the inner city are more like uh, sidewalks, would you say? Definitely. They are all like sidewalks mm-hmm. uh, and they are easily identifiable because we have route markers. So you, you are able to see exactly where you are on the route uh, and then you can see where, how far the next uh, um, site is from where you are located. Mm. And the same, I mean, you mentioned Guamashu and other far-flung areas as well. You'll have routes or, or markers at least on those routes as well, identifying uh, the specific routes. Yes, we, we, we have site markers which are sort of wayfinder pylons. It's quite a rigid structure. It's a metal structure, and it is bright red, so you can't miss it. Um, and on this uh, uh, structure, you have um, 
information on the site that you are standing in front of. It gives you the name of the site. It gives you a historical picture of the site. And it also gives you names of people, uh, sort of uh, personalities associated with that site. Um, uh, and it gives the information both in English as well as Isizulu. And on the back end, it gives you the, the entire map of the entire network as well. Mm. Now, here's the question. I mean, uh, at some stage, I even asked a question on this show, uh, whether people have internalized the meaning and, uh, and I suppose, the history behind the street names, uh, for instance, in our different cities. Uh, so uh, along with that question, I'm asking uh, what the criteria was in identifying and nominating the chosen sites, for instance, and uh, liberation heroes. Okay. Our process was very consultative. So when, when the National Heritage Council uh, uh, approached the city to say we, the, the country has agreed to be part of this process, what, what is the city of Durban going to do? We then set up meetings of stakeholders within our city mm-hmm. because we do not know every site. Uh, and together with these stakeholders, had several meetings where we would walk the streets of Durban and identify sites and people would talk about each site. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's, it's such a process. It's a very layered process, very consultative. And we, we don't make any assumptions. Some of the sites are no longer there. So the place is there, but the building is gone. But there are people with memory of that site. So we mark those as well. Mm. Uh, so, so the sites are all marked and everything is ready to go. And uh, if, if it's a yes, how can people identify or even navigate their way uh, around the routes? So you have a website or some blog, perhaps? That's correct. We, we, we have linked it to... So on each site, if you're on a site, you have a QR code. So if you have a, 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 a web-enabled smartphone, you just scan the QR code. It will take you straight to the website. Mm-hmm. And the website gives you further detail about each site. So on each site, we will give you high-level information. But if you want to know more, you then get onto the website via the QR code. Um, so it's, it's, it's quite easy uh, for people to... to, to to get more information about it before they even visit the various sites as well. All right. It sounds exciting, Guy. Thank you so much for your time and all the best. 